You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive, start, Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing drivers. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Damn straight. Four o'clock straight up. It's the drive from three to five right here on the Premier Home for Motorsports. That would be ESPN Radio, AM 1600, FM 104.3, The Fan, HD2, a 98.1, and streaming around the country and around the globe on our spectacular, if you haven't seen it, you need to sit down and buckle up website. Same address, racecentralmedia.com. But uh, massive content-driven site. Uh, the TV show's there. All the great uh, interviews are there. Our RSS feed uh, with late-breaking stories from around the world of motorsports, 100 of the top RSS Motorsports feeds feed into Race Central. So literally, as it happens, you are learning about it. Also, sign up for the newsletter. That's uh, very important. We got a lot of events. Uh, you got Antron? That's you're pinging me. What's, what? What the hell's going on around here, Sydney? Anyway, go to the new website and uh, good stuff right there. So you'll. Trust me, you'll enjoy it. And I'll be doing live updates and stuff from um, uh, uh, Nebraska and Kansas City for the World Outlaw shows. A little factoid, too. Kyle Larson's first win ever in a sprint car was at Chico at the Gold Cup 2011. Uh, Speaking of Kyle Larson, he believes, see how I did that, Sydney? That's called a a very professional uh, radio segue. Yeah, you can have a great career. we talked to Bob Pockris about this just a little while ago on the program, and he, he made a good point, and it was a very valid point. Joey Logano, when he started to run strong, because Mr. Happy Face uh, didn't make a lot of people happy, so people started to treat him a lot differently. Kyle Larson would certainly know about this, the World of Outlaw star and series champion. He believes Ross Chastain's style of racing will affect him in the playoffs. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Fox Sports. You know, when you guys were talking to like a week and a half ago about Ross and working with Ross there (laughs) during the race. And I'm curious, there's a lot of talk of like, will, will people work with him? Will people will even kind of let him win a championship? And I'm curious in your championship run, how much like, do you feel like you needed to have a good relationship with other drivers to maybe get the breaks in a give and take situation uh, where you really needed it? Um, I, I mean, I, I definitely think it goes a long way. Um, you know, I think there, there was the only guy I really had like a run in with last year was, was bell after Watkins Glen. And, um, you know, thankfully only having to worry about one person uh, during the playoffs was nice, but I did worry about it. You know, I mean, remember, I remember Texas, I think he was lined up behind me on a, on a restart and not that he was going to wreck me or anything. I just didn't know if, uh, you know, if, depending on the lane that he chose, I think on the restart, I didn't know if he would work with me, stuff like that. So, um, or yes, I mean, Ross has like a two page list of guys, it seems like. So, uh, I'm, I, I know, um, 
yeah, I mean, it's the Cup Series. I feel like you've seen in the past, like it, it, people will make life pretty tough on you. So, um, but I mean, he's done a really good job of like, even when he does get into moments where, you know, he, he has issues with other drivers in the race, he still recovers from it really well. So, um, but I feel like that can only last so long. Um, so I don't know. It'd be a, a cool little storyline to follow throughout the playoffs. I know he'll, I mean, he's had probably the fastest car most weekends and, and him and his team and his pit crew have all done a really good job. So um, in my opinion, I think, you know, they're the, if, if they didn't have people mad at them, I think they'd be the championship favorite, but um, it'll be interesting to see and, um, and follow along with, but yeah, I mean, it, I can't imagine with, with everybody that's, seems to be upset with him that that will be an easy playoff uh for him and and just following up on that how hard is it to kind of change your style of racing like i mean people say well he just needs to be i want to say less aggressive but more aware i mean is that easier said than done or uh, does that just come with time um i don't know i mean his his aggression's gotten him to this point right like he's been very aggressive and it's it's gotten him good finishes and some wins and stuff but uh and I think too you see with like say a Brad Kozlowski I I would say like Brad and Ross remind me a lot of each other like I didn't get to race with Brad obviously early in his career but I feel like he had you know a lot of guys not enjoying racing with him early on in his career and and he kind of had to figure that out and and now like I don't picture brad as being an aggressive type of driver at all so um i think you know maybe with age and maturity or whatever you want to call it it you figure it out but um yeah i mean like i said ross has had a lot of success being aggressive and i think the way that the next gen cars are and the way the sport really of racing in all forms is has progressed i think you have to have that aggression but um maybe to a point and, and I know a lot of the times it's been mistakes and stuff but um I don't really know how to answer or where I'm going with it but I think I think I think it's good his aggression is good but um you know in a, in a 10 race playoff maybe maybe not yeah good stuff right there um wow it's you know <laughs> Kyle would know how this stuff goes. Uh, it, yeah, it, it just would. Um, <clears throat> nobody's going to take it easy on Ross. That's just that's just a given. You know, and, and one of the big stories coming out of last week's race, Kevin Harvick, uh, with a really strong run going. And I don't know if you've seen the video. Maybe I'll post it on uh, my Facebook page, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. They're under caution. His car erupts in flames. And then he rips NASCAR for crappy parts. And, man, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he he got a lot of attention. I'll put it, put it, put it that way. But he was right because, uh, you know, it, the rocker panels heated up. They were some type of, you know, injected foam composite or whatever. And they get hot. And they go, boom, they ignite. So they're now replacing him. And actually, that was Bob Pockras talking to Kyle, by the way. Uh, and and Bob did a piece on this on Fox Sports. 
that, uh, you know, he called him out. And so they have a replacement part now, which, if I'm not mistaken, is um, aluminum or titanium or something like that. I didn't really pay much attention to the story because, I don't know, it just, I don't, it just, yeah, it's it's a safety thing. I get it. It's important. But I'd rather talk, you know, more to what's going on in the heads of these guys that are doing it. Because that's, that's what makes it fun. I mean, it's no fun to catch on fire when you're driving on behind the pace car. And the car went up pretty good. It was, it was a good, good Fourth of July gig. I don't know. I've never been a big Harvick guy anyway. So when he talks, I kind of go white noise on him. The guy's always whining. He, I mean, he was the original Kyle Busch. I mean, this is the guy that, that took over, you know, the car for Dale uh, Earnhardt Sr. died. It was going to be the next Intimidator. And then he got in so much trouble, he got, he got suspended for four races. Hell of a driver, though. Like him very much. The closer. Hasn't been closing too much lately. I would call him more like the liner. If you're in the car biz, you get liners and closers. The liners are the ones that greet you, the greeters. La, la, la. And then they turn you to the closer to, you know, close you on the deal. Well, he was the closer for a long, long time. Now... I don't know. He might be more of the uh, the greeter and the liner. I don't know. It's just good inside car business stuff. You know what they call the, the, the usually the salesman that, that greets you in a dealership if they have an up system. Uh, he's up, and you're his up. That can educate you on all kinds of crap that doesn't matter. We will have Antron Brown. He's going to join us uh, next segment. He was in Washington yesterday. Antron would be a great, good politician. And I'm going to ask him about that and more right here on Race Central. I'll talk about that after this. I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports. Your host, Kurt Hansen. Uh, about 15 minutes after the hour, or as close as we can get to it, it is Race Central. It's to drive from 3 to 5 right here on the Blowtorch for Motorsports. That's AM 1600 FM, 104.3 The Fan, HD2, and streaming around the country and around the globe on our fabulous new website. Same old address, but all kinds of good stuff. He's been a great guest on this program many times. He also co-hosted a show with me a few years ago. I really enjoyed hanging out um, with Antron at the Mile High Nationals. Uh, my godson, AJ, has got a Matco Tools signed hat, which is very cool. He's very happy about. My man, you know, I, I figured out the other day why we've become such good friends, because we're both born on the same freaking day. <laughs> Antron? Yes. Kurt, what's going on, buddy? Good. We're born on the same day. We are? Yeah, a few years well, apart. That's why, that's, that's why you like a rock star. Yeah, well, we're brothers from a different mother. I mean, but, uh, you know, you were born a little bit before me, so I won't make any, any elderly jokes or anything. Dude, <laughs> you you have, I am so, and I mean this in my, the core of my soul, so happy for you because, you know, I can see it on your face at it, 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 the mile highs. I mean, it's a lot to run your own team. And, and you know, everybody's doing their part. And, and then you go out, you know, shortly after that and get a win. And then you win the freaking, I mean, the power brokers, you know, Indy Nationals. I, 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 was, I was jumping up and down in front of the TV. I'm not kidding you. Well, it was, it was just like one of those deals where you couldn't script it no better. And, uh, 
that race was tough because you literally had 25 of the best cars in the country out there racing this weekend, this last weekend. And when you look at it, we had the fastest field we have ever had in NHRA drag racing. The bump spot was a 75. You had to run a 375 to get in. <laughs> Several years back, that would have been the number one qualifier. So to go out there and do what our team has done, I mean, my hat's off to my guys. The team was incredible. The team did an incredible job. All of our crew chiefs, both our crew chiefs, Mark and Brian, and then Brad Mason up there on the helm with the other crew guys and keeping them all together. Our our whole Maco Tools, Toyota, Lucas Oil team was was unbelievable this last weekend, and, and we're getting hot at the right time, and I like our chances going into this countdown of the championship. Dude, I mean, you know, you, you, you're you an athlete. You know how this stuff works. You know, don't peak too soon. Get momentum. You have big-time momentum. Didn't you win, like, your semifinal round of, like, like 17,000ths or some stupid number like that? Yeah, like, uh, I tell you what, in our racing our teammate Justin Ashley, that was a tight, tight race. He could have went either way. And uh, we stuck past them, and then we got there to the final, and it was it was unbelievable. And uh, Brittany Force with uh, David Grubnick and Matt over there, they they've been running really really strong with that monster car, and they were monsters the whole weekend, qualifying number one. They got runner up in the big money shootout and and the Pet Boys call out. And when we saw line up to them in the final, we're like, all right, you know, uh, this is for all the marbles right here. And we wanted to take it home, and uh, we were on point, man, our, our whole group, man. We, we threw down the mount to run, and we did exactly what we needed to do to bring the win home. And, uh, and you know what? They can't take it away from us. No. We, got, we got that U.S. Nationals win, and and uh, we're still on cloud nine, but we're already back at work, man. We're getting ready for Ready Maple Grove for uh, next week and coming up. Yeah. Uh, and Ron Caps, I like that picture uh, on my Facebook. You, I mean, at least you picked the right guy to pick up because he doesn't, he's not very big. Yeah, you're, you're not lying. If it was something like Hagen, oh, God. Like Hagen, man, I, I don't know if I could do it, but I think I could pick Hagen up too. I got that strength. You do. Right I mean, you, you look like you could, you could be like a, a safety or play wide receiver or like your cousin, like Troy. Or so. I mean, you got the genes, my man. Currently, oh, let me, let me talk. I got to have, have a word with you. So you're. Dude, you should become a politician. All the video on Facebook slash Kurt Hansen of you testifying in front, or I, I don't know if testify is the right word, but um, I mean, talk to us about that. How did that all come about? And, dude, you'd be a great politician. I'd vote for you in a second. Oh, Lord have mercy. I, I, I'm not, I, I don't do politics too good. But the thing about <laughs> it is I know how to fight for the cause that I strongly believe in, and that's our motor sports industry. You know what I mean? So, when uh, Dr. Jamie Meyer, who's the president of PRI, gave me a call and goes, hey, A.B., what you doing? I'm like, what you mean, Jamie? What you need? Uh, <laughs> he goes, I, I need you to go to D.C. on behalf of everybody in the motorsports industry and just be a witness and just to tell your story, how you became who you are. And the way I came who I am is that I modified a street bike to take it to the drag strip. And that's what I did, and and uh, and think about what we're fighting for. We're fighting for so you could take a normal motor vehicle, car, truck, motorcycle, what have you, so you could modify it so you could take it to closed course racing. And you know the EPA, that's what we have to fight against. That's what they're putting the kebab on, and they're saying that the RPM Act going to protect people so they can actually modify street cars and make them in race cars 
or like race trucks and drive them on the street. And we're like, no, this is not what the RPM Act does. We're not there to break the law. What we're there for is protect the heritage and the history and give the future generation a shot. Because if you can't take a normal vehicle like a street bike like I did and put like a couple grand in it and make a race bike out of it, and you got to buy a race purpose built race bike that can cost you over 50 grand, how many people are going to be able to race? Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we got we to gotta keep it open for the future generation to have the shot that we had to become professionals and and if the EPA has its way it will cut it'll cut all those grassroots levels out and those stepping stones to get to make it to the big leagues out and they and they and they say they're not but when you look at the court cases in the previous past you see that they have and they can do what they want to do and the RPM act will protect everybody who wants that to keep them away from doing that can people vote on this? I mean, how would my listeners, how do they get involved? How do they vote? Because obviously they're all gearheads. How do they vote? How do they get involved? What do they got to do, Antron? Well, one thing to get involved is one thing. Social media is a powerful tool. You get on social media and actually go online to PRI or SEMA and, and, and look at the cause that's going on. They've been fighting this battle since 2015. This has been going on for years, and they're getting really close. It's uh it's the only thing out there right now where you got both parties that are in on it. You know what I mean? It's a bipartisan yeah. bill. You got 11 Democrats that's on the bill right now with 20 Republicans. So you got more than half the Senate senators that's on board with it because they believe in it. So that's what's so awesome about this deal. And if you go on, you can always help donate because it costs money to keep this deal going yeah. to fight this fight. So if you go on to PRI and you go on to SEMA, you go on their website, you can see on how you could donate and how you can actually help fight the cause. Yeah, I, th- I think I'll, I'll start pumping that hard and maybe, uh, uh, you know, I'll sit down with the powers to be in our company and see if, if we can donate and do, and do something. It's, you know, and man, I tell you, though, I mean, it's funny because I was thinking about this. OK, so you, you, you go you go NHR drag racing. You start off on bikes. Did pretty good over there. Then one day woke up and said, you know what? I ain't going fast enough. I'm going to get me a top fuel car. And then you go ahead. You've you done pretty good there, too. Then I see you speaking on my Facebook page. And I'm like, damn, I knew you're always a great interview and a great guy. So, but you look presidential up there. You really, I was listening to you going, man. So, you know, if you ever wanted to do that, you'd probably be damn good at that, too. Well, I think anybody on this uh, God-given earth could be good at whatever they put their mind to at the end of the day. And when you're going up there and uh, and you're talking on something that you're passionate about and that you love, nothing's, nothing's never hard when you, when you have that level of passion and love for it. So I'm very passionate at what I do. I'm very passionate about the motorsports industry. And I love it. Yeah. And you know what I mean? It's, it's what my family lives for. This is what we do. This is not... Yep something that we do for fun this is this is our life this is our way of life so when we went up there it was uh it was spoken from the heart and just something that i totally love to do so so it's easy when it comes to that now if you're talking to me about uh (laughs) doing some other stuff up on capitol hill i don't know (laughs) (laughs) maybe you should uh, start run run for mayor of browns brownsburg or whatever the heck they call that town i don't know uh you know just just start start slow start off on a bike and then move to a top fuel car so let let me talk about by the way ted years you know i was with ted 
when I met my wife in Vegas a long time ago. Your cook, though, that's the best the best pulled pork I've ever had in my life. And Ted took me into the hall and I told your cook that because that, that dude can cook. Anyway, what you... Yeah, you, Matt, you, Matt throws down. Matt yeah. throws down in the kitchen, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Uh, I, I would follow the circuit just to eat all of his pulled pork. Um, that sounds terrible on the radio. But anyway, what do you, you got momentum right now. What do you got to do coming up at Maple Grove? What's, what's, what's the plan? Have you found something or it just all of a sudden things just kind of clicking? No, no, we've been working, brother. We've been working, and we've been uh, looking for our gremlins and fixing all the stuff. But people don't realize we started with everything brand new this year. Yeah, yeah, no. We God. bought we bought our chassis and a lot of our race parts from DSR from our old race team. But then we left a lot of stuff behind when we just started new from scratch, like bodies, uh, clutch systems, and all the different stuff that we choose to upgrade. And we had to learn all that. We had to learn how to make all that stuff marry together. And then at the same time, we have several new crew guys that we all had to get, like, you know, build that synergy and build a team. It's like it's no different than when you build a brand-new football team. You don't go out and, and think that you're going to win the Super Bowl. you got to build the team where you guys are all working together. And, and that's what we laid out to do. So right now we're just really hitting the stride. Everybody's it's clicking on all eight cylinders. And we're pushing forward. And we knew that we just wanted to get right before we go into the countdown for the championship. And we've been getting right since then. So now the champ, I mean, the countdown of the championship's here. And we're peaking at the right time. That's yeah. the game plan. Yeah. Did, did, you, did you steal DSR's? Is Matt, did he come from DSR? Where did the cook come from? What's that? Did Matt come from the cook? Where did the cook? You steal him from DSR too? No, no, no. <laughs> Matt came with our Lucas Hospitality that yeah. we leased from Lucas Oil. I know. So Matt's been over there, and Matt's a phenomenal cook and a talent, Oof. and uh, and he has not disappointed at all this year. Everyone we get, we get raving reviews on our food. I think that we needed to, after the track is closed down, we need to leave hospitality open and, and start a. Uh, Wine and dining, everybody. Yeah. Come in for some uh, grub at the end of the day. You're, you're a first-class dude, the first-class act, man. I tell you, I, I'm so happy that we're friends. Uh, yeah, I just I, I, I can't wait to watch how this thing uh, how this thing wraps up. You know, you, you, you got Scrappy Mike. Ha-ha. Scrappy Mike Salinas up there. You got Brittany. You got Justin. Uh, you got Torrance. Geez, going for five, four in a row. Josh Hart. I mean, wow. Uh, and, and then you, and then Leah. And so it's it's going to be interesting. It's it's time to, you know, if you're going to go down, you got to throw down. And I know that uh, that you you you're, you're no stranger to you know the wars of the NHRA because you did it on two wheels and now you're doing it on four. My man, very impressive in Washington. Very impressive at uh, the Indy Nationals, and just just go out and man, lay down some laps. I appreciate you, brother, and uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go in with our heads down, and we're going to go to work. And uh, and all we're hoping for is by we get to that last race of the year that we have a shot at that championship, and uh, and we're going to be one of the teams that was right there to do it. Well, back in the day, Tony Schumacher went in before they had the countdown, uh, had to go to the season finale in Pomona, set a national record, sit on the pole, and then beat Coletta and won the championship by one point. So you know what? With your attitude and your stick to itness. Uh, you know, it, it could it could come down all of that. And by the way, fire Ted Yuzak. No, don't do that. I like I love Ted. He's like a brother. Yeah. To me. <laughs> Keep Ashley, but fire Ted. Buddy, uh, travel safe and uh, have a great weekend. And we'll be watching for uh, for all the good stuff uh, on Fox Sports One and Maple Grove. 
All right, well, we appreciate it. Thanks for having on, like always, and uh, hopefully we're talking to you at the end of the year with some good stuff happening. I'm going to book that in my in my note. I'm going to write that down. Antron said at 4:28 Mountain Time that if he wins the championship, we'll have you come on and co-host for an hour. We'll do that like we did a few years ago. Oh, we can do that. Absolutely. We'll do that. Absolutely. All right, go kick some ass. Thank you, brother. All Thank right, you. Take care. There he goes, right there, Antron Brown. Uh, Sixth in the championship right now, your power brokers, IndyCar, IndyCar, listen to me, uh, Indy Nationals winner. Uh, I got IndyCar on the brain. I got Indy on the brain. I got uh, water on the brain. I don't know. But uh, great to catch up with Antron. And, boy, he was powerful. Uh, you, probably on his Facebook page, or you can find it on mine, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. He looked presidential in, uh, in what he was doing. Really, really, really good stuff. It's uh, Antron Brown Motorsports, the Matco Tools, Lucas Oil, Toyota Top Fuel Dragster. Time to get it on. Maple Grove just around the corner. It's Ray Central on the radio. More good stuff. Photo Joe Starr talking local Joe segment right here on the Blowtorch for Motorsports. And visit our new website. Same old address, but powerful new content-driven stuff. The top 100 RSS Motorsports feeds feed right into our site. So right there with all the great audio, the podcast that Sydney puts together, late and the latest breaking news from the world of motorsports. That's recentralmedia.com. I'm a well, I got a great story that I'll share with you and Joe after this. SDK pushing the good button. I'm thinking we're doing like a Frankie Valley 1952 thing here, and all of a sudden I got some. We're, Kanye, I've heard of him. I think he's going to be pretty successful. <laughs> nice job, Sid. Uh, real quick, uh, you know, one of our great uh, partners we've had for a long, long time is, is Coyote Motorsports. And Brian has become a very close friend. We do a lot of stuff together. But they really are a cool place to, to do your business. They're uh, Denver's only uh, star Yamaha dealer, which means their customer satisfaction rating has to be damn near perfect. They've also uh, took on CF Moto two years ago, and they're one of the top CF Moto dealers in the country. They've got uh, a, a nice, 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 just a, a you know, yesterday, Brian and I had lunch, and they've got a lot of st- stuff in stock. Business is still booming, don't get me wrong, but because of their performance, they're getting inventory. Yamaha, CF Moto, they have great selection. Nobody else does. Uh, Yamaha said they get the 3.9% financing. On CF Moto, they got 0%. But uh, if you saw my Facebook page, you'd also know that I just got uh, a, an e-mountain bike, and they are now a dealer for Benelli. Boy, what a... Are you kidding me? That's like the gold standard. And so Benelli uh, e-bikes, they also have uh, Segway scooters. I got myself a little scooter to run around the neighborhood. I got my, my e-bike because I've got to start training now. I've been cleared to be able to start exercising with this stupid hip. Uh, not a hip replacement. I'm not that old. But uh, 
I just, you know, it's a great place to do business. If you're thinking about, because e-bikes are hot, scooters are hot, they have uh, a lot of inventory because they were awarded with it because they've sold so much of it. Same with Yamaha and same with uh, CF Moto. Go down, tell Brian you heard us talking about him on the radio. He's a great guy. He'll take great care of you. And, uh, boy, uh, now it's time to do it. And especially, we, we know because our audience love uh, ATVs and UTVs, and it's, it's hunting season. And, boy, it's, the stuff is moving fast, but they got it. So we're going to do a little Local Joe segment right here with our good friend from Big West Racing Photo, Joe Starr. I'm sorry I didn't get to the infield at CNS uh, over the weekend, but I wanted to watch the end of the cup race, and I can't do that from the infield, so I was in the beer garden. Hello, Joe. Hi. <laughs> this is where you talk now. <laughs> you were kind of fading in and out. I wasn't sure you were done. Oh, that's right. No, I'm sorry. but Dude, you work too hard. That's a lot of work. Well, it was a uh, it was a long weekend, that's for sure. The three days out there at the track with the scorching heat and everything, uh, it did. Uh, uh, I didn't do a lot on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. Uh, we're talking to Photo Joe Star, our great friend, BigWestRacing dot com. So, you guys have a show this weekend? Oh yeah, yeah. So the yeah. temperature should be nice. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The weather's supposed to be cooler, uh, cooler tomorrow than it is today. So, um, you know, we should, we, you know. We should we should have a really good show. The cooler weathers uh, gets more horsepower into the engines, and uh, of course, less traction on the for the tires and the track. So. And, and doesn't melt the track official track photographer. No, no. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll have a good time and and stuff. Uh, we've got you know lots lots of stuff coming up. I mean, there's still every, everybody's still racing in the state yeah. of Colorado. All the tracks are uh, still on their summer schedule. Holyoke will be ending their season next Friday. They'll uh, they'll run. Their oh, last, Joey's uh, deal, BST. They they're they're done. Yeah, they're they changed the, the original schedule for anybody that's got the original schedule showed they were going to race on Sunday. Uh, the blistering heat and uh, the lack of water and stuff out there, uh, they switched it to uh, this coming Friday instead of Sunday uh, to try and help out a little bit. Yeah, he was gonna he was gonna switch uh, a race. Uh, I think it was last weekend. Wanted to switch it to, to Friday night, and then he realized. Uh, Holyoke was playing Haxton in Holyoke for a football game. So, um, you know, you know, up there in those small towns, Friday Night Lights, they're going oh, to yeah. go to football game. I remember driving up there one year to do some announcing, and they had a, 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 a tornado warning. And I swear to God, I drove through Haxton, you know, with the big silos and stuff, and I thought I was in a scene from that, that movie with the cow and the gas truck. What was that? Twisters. Uh, Twister, yeah. yeah. I swear to God, um, I, they had the siren was going off, and I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm going to get hit by a cow or, 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 or a fuel truck. You know, small-town American, I'd forgotten about this because when I lived in uh, for a little while in Eckley, Colorado, they, they had the noon whistle and the evening whistle, and uh, we were at the racetrack, and all of a sudden it started going off. And I thought, oh, my gosh, is that tornado warning? And then it suddenly dawned on me, it's just uh, it's just the evening whistle. Yeah, this I was... can't remember whether it's 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock, but uh, uh, they have one that goes off at noon, and yep. then they got one that goes off in the evening. I, this this here was a, t- a tornado uh, siren, and stuff was blowing across the, the the road at about fifty miles, sixty miles an hour, vertically, uh, not vertically, excuse me, horizontally. So you know, it, it was it was the real deal, but but I, I survived. Um, God, so let's. Um, we had Bob Parkerson earlier. He's he's such a funny funny guy, and he really loves coming on. I get him chuckling, and I told him I'd see him in Phoenix and buy him a beer. I, I think he drinks. Um, it's. Man, oh man, Harvick! I, I, I get it. It's, it's it's not cool when your car catches on fire when you're in a you know under the the, the caution and all, all that good stuff. But um, 
I got to believe that NASCAR right now ain't loving me some Kevin Harvick or some Ross Chastain too much. I just kind of the feeling I get. Well, Harvick's pretty outspoken. And, uh, you know, anytime you stick a microphone in the face of a driver that's just got out of a car that's on fire um, for no apparent <laughs> yeah. reason, uh, uh, yeah, you're liable, to get, uh, you're liable to get more than you bargained for. Um, you know, go back to Chris Economaki wanting to wanting to find out who wanted to interview A.J. Foyt after he crashed out of the Indy 500. Um, I don't want, think I want to be the one with a microphone going up to A.J. at that point. Yeah. Um, perhaps it would be better if they let him cool off just a little bit. <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps. Well, how do you see – I mean, and I said this earlier. If you just close your eyes and, and you ask yourself, and maybe you've just been a casual fan, who's leading the points right now? I would not guess – Joey Logano. I, I, he's kind of, kind of had a quiet, sneaky year. Um, all the fanfare has been for Chase and for Kyle, and they're not close. No, and I mean, it, uh, right now it, it, it's not looking real good over there at, uh, uh, for, for Kyle and some of the others. The car's breaking down, losing motors. I mean, well, did he lose a motor? Did he not lose a motor? He pulled in, for, and it looks like for no apparent reason, went back out and ran, ran really well, but was two laps down, and uh, Worked his way back to the lead lap, but uh, just not as dominant as he was early. Now, Joey had been, you know, fairly dominant early in the season, and then just kind of, it was almost like he fell off the face of the earth. He didn't know where he was. And, uh, you <laughs> That's know, Penske teams play. were nowhere to be found, but all of a sudden all three Penske cars are in the in the playoffs. Yeah, it's 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 been a really, really interesting year. Now, does the cream all rise to the top at once towards the end of the season here? And then, you know, it's, we're all, we're talking about this and it's all a bunch of, you know, blithering and bumbling, but um, I, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, they've talked about supply uh, issues, uh, supply chain stuff, parts breaking, you know, hard to get stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I know when I talked to Don Schumacher at great length at uh, the Phoenix at NHRA earlier in the season, he said, you know, I got warehouses full of this stuff. He said, let everybody come out here, you know, early in the season and just, you know, pedal to the metal, you know, burn stuff up, blow stuff up. But they all got to come talk to him once there's no parts. And he said, I'm going to make so much money. I think Don Schumacher's out, but that's my personal opinion. I pretty much done deal. Uh, but he said, I'll make so much money. I got warehouse after warehouse after warehouse. And then it's funny because we just had Antron Brown on, and he he uh, threw a Conrad uh I forget which day, Friday morning or whatever, Friday afternoon. And sure enough, I, I'm looking at it. He gives it to me. I puts it in my hand, and it's got a DSR stamp on it, one of Schumacher's Conrad's. But he bought a lot of parts from him, so that's not a big deal. But still, interesting stuff. Uh, how about this? And, boy, did you, Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s reaction. we got about two minutes left. Going back to North, North Wilkes. Wow. This is stuff you and I grew up with. For the 2023 All-Star Race, can you believe that? That is that's huge news. The people in North Wilkesboro relied on that racetrack for a lot of their uh, uh, a lot of their income uh, there, and I mean for them to bring a race back, even if it's the All Star race. I mean anything that NASCAR did, they're just going to pack the place. And even the short track races that that Dale Jr. won, it's my re- the reports I got was the place was packed, standing room only. Pictures you you can't you can't find a place to sit. I I, I might go back just to just to go back. Because I grew up with that place, Rockingham, North Wilkes. I mean, these are places that I, I grew up, you know, going, oh, man, they're going to get North Wilkes this weekend. I wonder if Senior's going to win. I mean, I, you know, or Petty or whatever the deal is. Well, Petty sure won there a lot. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And, 
we, we, we haven't said it, but it wasn't it great to see the 43 back in the winner's circle, the 17th winner of the this year's season, and to see the 43 car back in winner's Absolutely. You know what, Joey, will you stick around for a final segment with me for last call? Sure. Okay. Uh, more with Photo Joe Stark. We'll talk about the 43. I talked to Bob about it. You know, uh, Eric showed a lot of promise when he was here early, and I have a, I have a take that's going to melt your mind. I really do, and we're going to talk about that next. Yeah, 48 minutes after the hour, and it's uh, last call here on the Premier Home for Motorsports. It is Race Central on the radio. It's the drive here every Friday from uh, 3 to 5. Uh, check out the uh, same old address as I say, but the all-new website. It'll blow your mind. A late, The latest breaking news fresh right there on the RSS feed. That's probably going to be up tomorrow or the next day. But all of our great podcasts, all of our great sponsor partners. I mean, it's a very cool new site, and I'm excited to uh, to roll that out for you. And we got lots more good stuff coming. we got a short segment, Joey, because I talked too much. I went long. but So here's here's the story. Actually, no. Uh, wrap up. I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to tell you how I stand from where I from where I sit. How's that? Yeah, great to see the 43 back. Uh, you know, they had a lot of they got a lot of luck. Some of the guys that that probably would have you know been ahead of the 43. Unfortunately, you know, they had their situation. But it's it's a luck game. You got to have a little bit of luck. But yeah, really good to see uh, Eric. Uh, back in the winter circle, Pakra said that deal is actually going quite well. You know, they're they've kind of been all over the map. They've had races where they unload pretty quick, and then races that they you know are not good. So, but it's coming together. Let's well, move in the right direction, and and everybody, you know, like you say, we lucked into one or we backed into one. Well, again, how many times did you lose one because of something that somebody else did or yep. that somebody else backed into? Um, I think we can go back to Bristol when uh, Kyle got his win and. Uh, and say perhaps he shouldn't be oh. talking too much about people backing into wins. Yeah, and then the, the, there was a dirt race where where uh, Chase Briscoe took out Tyler Reddick, and Kyle was was there. So yeah, I, I completely talked about. <laughs> yeah, like what's that? That was the one we were talking oh, about. Is that what it, okay? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm old. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> here's here's the the thing that I think is going to make you really go hmm. Eric Jones came to Furniture Road, drove the 77 car. Who took him away? It was Gibbs. Yep. Who, who took the sponsor away that was with Eric? Gibbs. Did we, was that a sign of things to come? Did we, did we usher the, 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 the vampire over the threshold? It's hard to say. Um, we have our own opinion of what happened with, between Furniture Row Racing and Joe Gibbs Racing and, uh, um, we could probably do a whole show on that, mm-hmm. and then uh, we'd have to contact lawyers and defend ourselves. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's probably best that we leave that alone and just you know go on. I, it is really great for me to see that uh, that Eric Jones is doing well over there in the 43 car. The former driver of the 43 cars uh, still uh, without a win uh, in the 45 <laughs> stuff. But, uh, um, maybe, oh, you're the one that you're the one that went all 40. PC on me. Come on. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever. I mean, it's it's great to see Eric win. I don't care about the former driver or anything else. Uh, the only former driver I care about is Richard. And uh, you know, it was it was it was great to see Rick Corelli in the winner's circle. Oh. Rick is a spotter for Eric Jones. Um, yeah, but it was it was kind of I kind of missed not seeing the King in there with with him with the the win for the forty three. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's you know there's I'm sure there was a lot of people around the country that that uh, will and me being one of them echo that that sentiment. Um, but I'm glad I'm glad to hear Bob Pacra say uh, that you know it's it's pointed the right direction because there's just you know there's it wouldn't be right without the 43 car. Here's what he said to me that really kind of cracked me up. Well, cracked me up, like melted my brain. He said as of this week, the hot rumor is Kyle to Childress or to 2311. Whoa. Can you All imagine? Possible. 2311 obviously has unlimited amount of funds. Uh, they have. Uh, they were a little hesitant about buying the third charter when they found out what the price of it was going to be. But with the current car count, uh, current entries in there, I'm not really sure you need a charter. I agree. The charter's good for 36. We're allowed to start 40 in there. And how many races we started 40 in this year? Uh, most of them are, are, are 38 uh, cars, 36, 38 cars. And, and they'd uh, qualify, so it's not a big deal. Right. Yeah. So I mean, they could certainly start another. Uh, uh, they could certainly. They've got room at uh, twenty three eleven racing for a third or a fourth team, and Penske's got room for a fourth team too. But I don't think that uh, that Kyle fits in with the Penske. Bunch. Yeah, are you kidding me? Well, and then here's and then he's t- he said Childress. I'm like, you know, Childress and Kyle Busch. I said it's like leaving old, you know, janky dynamite in the same box with old, you know, phosphorus matches. And then he said, but yeah, but, you know, Childress is a good old boy racer, and kind of Kyle is in his own way. And I, so I said, yeah, I, I get that, but you, I don't think Richard Childress is going to, you know, go for a tumultuous, you know, pretentious, you know, crybaby whiner, you know, calling people out. Dude, I just don't see it. Well, we're in a race, uh, we're in a performance-based industry, and, uh, you know, if he's winning races, I think Richard would put up with a lot of stuff, but... Uh, uh, what you know, Kyle's only got one win this year, and uh, are we watching the, uh, the the tail end of his career go down, or is Joe Gibbs not providing him with uh, good equipment, uh, or is it just uh, the racing gods are out there saying, Kyle, you've you've walked into so many, we're uh, we're gonna you just take it away. I mean, yeah, I've well. seen drivers go out and just dominate and dominate, and dominate. They continue to do the very same thing they were doing, and all of a sudden they can't hit their butt with either hand. You know, I I, I, I agree. I mean, I. I think Joe Gibbs is fed up with Kyle. Uh, I would, you know, but Joe, you know, Joe, it's about the money. And if Kyle can, you know, get in there and win a championship or, you know, make a bunch of coin, great. Uh, but I, I don't know. It's, uh, it, God, yeah, who knows? Well, we've come into this this business, I mean, business, entertainment, racing, whatever, whatever you choose to call it. Um, it used to be all about talent. And we talked about this with IndyCar you know, in Formula One before, and it's moved in. It's definitely moved into NASCAR too. Um, if you come in with a you know thirty million dollars sponsorship, you're probably going to get a get the ride over some guy that's got talent. I agree. It's it's it's, it's, it's become a business and a, and a money driven business. Watch what's going on with college football. How they're ruining that all all for the for the for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, well, I can is. get on the soapbox about college football for a while too, <laughs> but that's not what we're here to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, well, you know, and, it, yeah. and it's the TV, ESPN, uh, the, the four-letter network. Uh, uh, oops, we're on ESPN, aren't we? Yes, we are, by the um, way. <laughs> hey, it's, but it's, 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 it's not just ESPN. It's, it's all of them. It's and all wait, of them. You're absolutely wait, right. It, wait, it's it's the, the advertising dollar that they can get by the product they're putting on the screen. 
Yeah, and thank God I have people that, that pay for this because I couldn't do what I do without them and without great talent like you. And wait till, because I mentioned this the other day, I mean, wait till the Broncos are only, you can only watch them on pay-per-view. I think it's coming. I do too, and, and you see that, uh, uh, and, and I'll say when you see all the networks on TV and all of a sudden we've got, you know, we're paying for cable or streaming or whatever, and all of a sudden now we have the, the, net, the network with a plus behind it, and you're supposed to pay extra for that mm-hmm. too. I mean, the Yankees are playing tonight, but I can't get it because I don't have the plus. Yeah, and, and by the way, the Waltons didn't, didn't become trillionaires for giving stuff away. They're not a 501c3. I, 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 would, be, I would not be shocked if, if, if at some point in the near future that Bronco Vision was pay-per-view. I think it's coming to that. I think that uh, you're going to see NASCAR the same way, and I think you're going to see all the major sports. It's going to be pay to play. Yep, pay to watch. Yes. Well, hey, this radio program's free. My TV show's free. Watch it on our new website, racecentralmedia.com. Same old address. Uh, Joey, I got to get out of here. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Uh, take a photo for me and, and be good. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Joe. Photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com. Uh, hey, you support the people that support us because without them, we can't do what we do. That's DreamCars.com. That's Coyote Motorsports. It's now where you can get your really cool, uh, your e-bike and also your electric scooter and then the best prices and sales and service on Yamaha. NCF Moto. Also, Fred's Place. That's Cole Parr's Hobby. Coleparr.com uh, on the old uh, interweb uh, there thing that uh, is out there on that e-box. And, of course, our good friends at Total Beverage. TotalBeverage.com. And, wow, Sid, that's another one in the book. Thanks for all your great work, uh, Sid the Kid. STK, as we know her. I will be off next weekend. Uh, we might be doing a best of, so, you know, what the heck. Uh, but I will be doing Facebook Live updates from the Vail Automotive Classic next weekend, which is a really cool deal. We'll be shooting it for Race Central TV. We're the only network broadcast company up there, and this will be our 13th year. So that's going to be good stuff. We'll be doing some live streaming on Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. Certainly check that out. And then uh, we'll be back the next week. And then off to uh, Nebraska. And Kansas for World Outlaw Show, then back, and then off to the season finale for NASCAR in uh, the Valley of the Sun. So that's all good stuff. All of you, have a great weekend. Take care. Go to our new website, uh, same old address, but new site, racecentralmedia.com. God bless. Take care. Do something nice for somebody. Thanks to STK and everybody here at Bonneville for letting me do what I do. I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. I am out. <laughs>